0: Hi there. You're listening to the Lighthouse to the Nations Church podcast. This week, Dennis shared a message describing the new season God is taking us into as Lighthouse to the Nations Church. We hope you enjoy this message. Before I spoke, I don't know what you guys want to real life. Uh, but yeah, it's so good to be here. I just want to agree quickly there. Uh, thank you guys. Good to see you, all of, all of you. Let me say this before we go live, but obviously let me know and then I'll carry on. We live. Okay, wonderful. So, yeah, welcome. So glad to to be here with everyone, and uh, I hope you're having a good time. If you're at home, just maybe you just woke up, just to stretch there, get comfortable, relax, and just let's commit this time to the Lord. We already prayed, but Lord, I commit myself, uh, pray for this uh, for those thoughts and those comments, Father, that, that you have stirring in the eldership team, and I pray that, that as we share those those points, Father, that you will uh, increase our faith and it will be encouraged as we leave, Father. Just before I get to the preacher, I just want to say thank you to, to to everyone. I mean, you know, Raúl, I got two son, two children. Raúl, four years old, and Eliana, one year old. And Raúl wants to get involved into the family things. He got a cat. He wants to clean. He wants to do repair things with us. <clears throat> and, and he also wants to feed Eliana so yesterday he said hey let me feed Eliana but can I feed Eliana and he asked me like five times I was like okay fine go. and then he's making a big mess <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> <laughs> and so i started looking at Raul and I'm thinking to myself you know maybe church has been like that you know Bruce, how many times has people at Lighthouse have been like <clears throat> you know these guys you know how many things have we said, you know, but has been good as well to open space and a road for the new generation to come. And, and to make space for them and prepare them and equip them and send them and release them. And that's something that has been in my heart for the last few days. And, and my message might not be perfect, but let me tell you, that is fire in my heart. And I hope that I will stay, stay that faith w- within our community, within our church. For the season that God is calling us. Amen. Let me just quickly set my time here. I already took two minutes, so don't worry, I will, I will take them out of my timing. In the next few minutes, I will talk, I want to share something about the timing and the season of God. And let me, let me start my message with this scripture in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1. Jonathan, can I get some water, please? Sorry. Thank you, appreciate it. Let me read it. It says, A time for everything. For everything, there is a season. A time for every, th- every activity under the heaven, there is a time for everything. And I'm not going to read the, thank you, Jonathan, everything. But there is time for, to cry, to joy, to celebrate, to celebrate new birth, death. There is time for everything. And my question is for this morning, for you, and for you at home, for you <coughs> also on the sites, what season are we living into what is the season that god is taking us as a church where where do you find yourself right now has been difficult challenge the economy has been uh, hard, hardly affected by this by the by the COVID-19 and and i just want to just question ask yourself what is the next step so my first point is we're going into a new season. <laughs> in, uh, in Luke chapter 12, verse uh, 74, it says, Jesus said to the crowd, When you see a cloud rising in the west, immediately you say it's going to rain, and it does. And when the south wind blows, you say it's going to be hot, and it is. Hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance. Of the earth and the sky. How is, how is it that you don't know how to interpret the present time? So Jesus is challenging them. How is it possible that you can interpret the present time? How is it possible that you're not prepared? How is it possible that you're living a life with no purpose, no direction? How is Jesus is challenging them. And let me tell you, I want to be challenged. We can get comfortable at home. Don't worry, I'm not judging anyone. You guys at home, but hey, we can get comfortable watching church at, online at home. in PJs, PJs, having coffee, kids shouting. It can get comfortable, but there is a season for everything under the sun, according to Ecclesiastes. I don't want to stay home the rest of my life. Yes, it was good, has been good. We have rested, we have enjoyed, we have spent time with family. But surely, I don't want to spend the rest of my life having church online. And business online also, for that matter. Just not church. I'm talking about family, the way we do family, the way we do business. You can interpret the times by listening God's voice. You know, there is something interesting I found in the scripture. There is two type of sheep, right? In Luke 15, he said, there is a sheep that got strayed and got lost. So the shepherd need to go and find them. So, there is a sheep that always depends on others to find them and to guide them. But what happened in John 10? John 10 is said, the, the sheep knows the voice of the shepherd, and what, what they do? They follow him. They follow him. You know, in IT, I mean, the uh, IT industry, we have two types of uh, <coughs> security one is damage control. This is when the virus gets into the system, and now hell's breaking, you know? And now we are running around computers trying to recover the damage control. Hey, there is security. We got engineers, That is software. We get there, we restore the data. Hey, all good. <clears throat> After maybe two weeks, and it lost a lot of millions for some businesses. But we also have pre- preventive security. So we train our people, we train them how to manage, how to double check their emails. What is a not uh, a, a, a secure center, and those type of things install uh, preventive uh, software that will protect our computer. You know, sometimes we become like worship. ship, no direction, and often the Lord needs to come to us and encourage and help and, hey, no come, this is what we're doing, this is where we're going. You know, and take months, months, and let me tell you, if you can avoid that frustration for yourself and for the church and the people that are leading you and for the people that are you leading, by preparing, by doing preventive, preventive security. But listen to the voice. What is God speaking to the community? What is God speaking to the eldership team? What is God speaking to me through the scripture? Yeah, listen to his voice. So we can prepare to that season, but listening, opening, attentive. What is God doing? To In House, into the new season. And in your business as well. In your business as well. Apply for, your, for our businesses or a family. I believe God is calling us. We're jumping into a new season. I'm going to read a few bullet points. A season of restoration. Season of restoration. I believe my family have been restored in this time. Having quiet time as a family. A few months ago, my 4 years old son, he said, Dad, actually was Mom. Mom was there, leading worship. And he said, I want to receive Jesus in my heart, my friend. That is a victory right there. But if we had been busy, busy hunting, stressing for, you know, for, for the building, for the bills that are coming at the end of the month, we would have, we would have missed that, that family time. So it's a time for restoration. How many times have we heard at the prayer meeting, Life group, several times across this, the church, across Lighthouse? Joel 2, chapter 19 and 25. Look, I am sending you a grain and a new wine and olive oil, enough to satisfy your needs. Verse 25. The Lord says, I will give you back what you have lost. I will give you back what you have lost. Just a quick testimony. Um, for the March, April, my business was taking a, a strength in business. And I just was like praying, Lord Jesus, surely you will restore. Surely you will bring back new grain, new wine. And let me tell you, just by make, adjust, adjusting the way we do business, adjusting the way we do some offering, some services, my business has been transformed. So while, while the economy is crashing, we actually needed to hire someone someone to come and help me in the business as we grow. And then two weeks later, we realized one person is not enough. We need to get another uh, a junior to help us. And yes, I know there is much more for our businesses, but I know it is a time of restoration. Amen. And I want you to stay at home. I want you to think about it, and I want you to pray for your family, for your business. It is a time for restoration. It is a time to rebuild. Rebuild. I, go, I went to a, se- a shopping center uh, recently a few days ago. A lot of sh- those, uh, what's it called, shops closed. Totally closed. Lots of them closed. I thought to myself, surely God doesn't want us to go through an economy a more deeper into the depression, finance wise. But it's a time to rebuild, to bring new ideas. It's a time to expand. Amen. You know, you know the story. I, I don't have time to unpack this, but you know Egypt became a, a power nation in the time of needs when Joseph was leading that nation. So actually, when the world was crashing, Egypt took off, was a powerhouse. Was a I, I forgot the word, but there was a nation that the entire world was coming to them just because God gave a man wisdom to lead this nation. <clears throat> I believe God is calling us, his people, to expand. And I'm going to unpack some of this. I mean, it can get comfortable. Bruce, it can get comfortable. When you're preaching from home, we are at home, it can get comfortable. It can get comfortable to, do, to go to our default church is going to open on a Sunday, we're going to come back again, 9 a.m., 11 a.m., and we're all going to be good. No, I think God is calling us to expand our tent. Expand, expand, reach out to the lost. It's time to redesign, to reinvent it, the way we do things. Business, family, whatever you do, I want you to make note of this. Let me tell you, God wants to give us ideas. God is giving us new ideas to, re- to redesign the way we do things. It's time to harvest. I'm going to unpack this just now. It's time to harvest. That is what's going to be my main point. This time is a time of harvest. It's a time to bring the kingdom of God into our working place. Let's be honest, and I want to confess this thing. I have had for many years, I have been safe for 20 years, and I have had a double life. Some of my colleagues, when I was working before for the, uh, for, for in a company, some of my colleagues, they didn't even knew I was Christian. Come on. And I want you to think, I want you to think about this. It's time to bring the kingdom. He said, Jesus said, listen, because the kingdom of God is at hand. He said, that's a, that's a major statement, guys. He's, Jesus said, the kingdom of God is at hand. What does it mean? It's accessible. It's here. We can see. We can touch it. We can bring it. We can celebrate. We can join the kingdom of God. But often we live a double life. I'm guilty of that. Lord, forgive us. I repent. I say, Lord, I want to repent for that. I don't want to go back to the same things. And, 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 and I want to encourage all of us. It's time to bring the kingdom of God into the working place, into our families, into the every single things that we do. It's time to bring the kingdom of God to that. It's time to restore families. I already shared about the testament about Raul, my son. Let me tell you, he was so excited. I couldn't sleep for three days. And I thought, let me tell you, this is a true story. I thought, I know eventually, maybe when he's 11, 12, maybe he needs to recommit to the Lord. That's what I thought. Lack of faith, my friend. Lack of faith. So what happened is I got sick. I got sick. And hey, a lot of situation. We were tested as a family for, uh, for a few days. And then at night, he said, pa- Dad, I want to pray tonight. Yeah, he said, Very, you know, like, like a kid. Hey, I want to pray tonight. And I said, okay, cool, cool, cool. Quick, 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 quick Go to bed. Today. Man, Raul did a, a prayer that I know only a saved person can do. And he forgive because my, my motorbike was stolen. And then he said, we forgive the bad people that took papi's motorbike. Can you believe it? And I know it is a time to restore family. Mara, enjoy your kids. I don't know when it's going to be the next season. The next season when you're going to have all your kids, you know, in your nest. Enjoy. Celebrate. This time is going to rebuild our family. It's going to launch our family so our business, our church, to a brand new, to a new place. And and it's going to be stretched sometimes. It's going to be new things, you know, and we're going to be tested by that. You know, let me, uh, preparing for the new season, I remember, let me share this testimony, and I I think I have time. This beautiful guy, M. Lee, leader church in Zimbabwe, he went to Venezuela And then, you know, they they went through a very uh, difficult time in Zimbabwe. And still, that economy hasn't been restored. And so he went to Venezuela, and then he saw the people queuing in the bank. And then he looked at me and said, Denise, you don't understand. And I was like, yes, I do. And then he looked at me and said, you don't understand what is waiting for Venezuela. The economy is going to crash. And I was like... Really, like I was—I really doubted that. Na- you know, naive. You know, I was skeptical to believe. And now, intentionally, this man came, and I know Lina was part of that with Bruce. Intentionally, we brought him to Venezuela and Colombia and preached for three years. And he was preaching how to prepare into an economy that has been crushed and it's gonna crushed. And he talked about investment, and he said, "Don't save money; invest your money in product, property, parts, cars, whatever you do." Just don't put, let me tell you, within three years, our economy, um, the, the currency depreciates so much that we have to print. Like Zimbabwe, zero, zero, zero. We were printing zeros. So in less than three years, we need to uh, reinvent the, the currency. The currency was renamed and removed the zero and boot it back to again. But in, in six months, it was back to zeros. Millions. We were talking billions. We were talking billions to get a a milk, you know. A man that saw this. So God always brings that insight for us to prepare as a church. God always brings someone. Yes, I'm done. Uh, Last point. Position yourself. How can we position ourselves? This is point two. How can we position ourselves... And how can we prepare for the new season? I want to throw some, boom, 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 boom. You know the story of the of the ten virgins. I'm not going to read it just because of time. Five were wise, five were foolish. The wise one, what there was one little thing that the five virgins did. What did they did? They did it? the extra oil. extra oil. I want the word extra. That the other five didn't have oil. They also had oil. They also were Prepare to a degree, but not with the extra. What does that extra mean? And I want you to think into think for yourself into your business, into your first family. That's your first responsibility that God has given us as, 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 as children of God. What is that extra that we need to prepare? Business, work, what is that extra? Church. What is that extra? I know God has called in us to sites, to multiplies, to church plants. Extra, extra, extra. <clears throat> oil, can, oil can be interpreted. This is how I interpret oil. Let's in a practical way. Resources. Oil speaks about resources. Extra resources. Oil speaks about anointing. Extra anointing. Lord, come and help us. We need to come to Him. We need to pray to Him. We need to seek His face. We need to look for that. It's also a provision. What is that extra provision? You need to prepare restoration you know the wine skin you know the 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 one skin can get old but also can be renewed and can only be renewed and i have seen this process in spain the, the leather can be renewed by using oil oil is used to be to restore to bring healing what is that area of your heart that you need extra oil in order for you to prepare for the new season extra oil and lastly oil healing Healing like the one skin. Take the external. We have received prophetic words, and I think we need to go back to those prophetic words. What God has said to me and to Lighthouse prepare yourself to grow in leadership. Make yourself available for discipleship. Discipleship is always two ways to be a disciple and to disciple others. Prepare yourself for discipleship. Understand the dynamic of individual calling and corporate calling. Often we are wrestled with this. You know, what is God calling me? Ah, God didn't call me to that. No, God is, he is he's, he's a dual impact calling. It's an individual calling and a corporate calling. And I play a part on both. We need to understand that dynamic. That's, we need to prepare ourselves on that dynamic. Everyone plays a part in the kingdom of God. God is not calling us to work more. We have worked a lot. God is calling us to co-partner with Him. He is moving His church forward. we have been prepared in the pandemic to be innovative, creative. Spend time as a family. We already talked about that. To sharpen our skills, to change the way we do things, to prepare our programs, our systems, our finance. Everything needs to be redesigned. That's how we're going to prepare for the new season. Don't go back to to your business having the same mentality. I don't want to go back to the church the way we used to do. I don't want to go back to do things the way we used to do. We need to redefine our new calling. We need to prepare for our season. We, d- we cannot go into winter with summer clothes. We need to prepare for that. Point. Last point. It will take me two or three minutes. It is time to harvest. It is harvest time. Let me read this powerful scripture. I'm going to read this scripture. Bear with me there. I will try my best to pronounce them correctly. Matthew 9, uh, Matthew chapter 9, verse 35, said, Jesus traveled um, through all the towns and villages of the area. I mean, this is their intentional. People were not just coming to Jesus. I have heard someone, no, but they need to come to Jesus. No, Jesus also traveled to the nations, to the communities. Jesus reached out his area, surrounded areas, teaching them in the synagogues and announcing the good news and healing every kind of disease and illness. When he saw the crowd, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. He said to the disciples, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. So I'm glad that Bruce and Mara they're going to, Go and preach more. Is that correct? No. <laughs> it's you and me. It's you at home and me. We have been called to go to all the villages, all the areas, and bring the good news. A message of hope. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Amen. Amen. Let me ask you this question. I mean, I'm so glad that Bruce and Mara, they're going to be preaching more and more in all the areas. Yes or no? No, it's all of us. It's the body. We are the bride. Jesus, the head, with the with the body. We have been called to a salvation of double impact. In Romans ten ten, he said, "I want to read two versions quickly." He said, "For it is with the with your heart that you believe and you are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved." In version LLT, for it is. By believing in your heart, you are made right with God. So internally, you need to believe, and we have been made right with God. But this, this is the second part of this verse, and so important. Romans 10.10, 10, he said, but it, I, but it is by openly declaring your salvation and your faith that you are saved. Yeah. It is by openly declaring our salvation. And often we become Christian, you know, uh, what's the word, CIA Christian, not no, like top secret Christian, no one knows, And undercover Christian, that's what I was looking at, undercover Christian. I have been, I'm tired of that, 20 years of undercover Christian. Lord, help us, I'm praying, and I'm praying for you as well. Lord, we want to openly declare our faith to all the because by doing this, we'll bring salvation. It's a salvation of global impact. It's internally that we made right with God, but it's also by declaring that we bring salvation to others. And I'm going to close with this scripture. This is a powerful, uh, this is my best, one of my best scriptures in the Bible. It's in Romans chapter 10 verse 13. It said, <clears throat> for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. I mean, we know that, Right. We know that and we always stop there. I always used to stop there. I know it is by uh, calling in the name of the Lord that we will be saved. But we need to continue. But how can they call on Him to save them unless they believed in Him? And how can they believe in Him if they have never heard about Him? And how can they hurt about Him unless someone tells them? Can you see the replication of that? So it is by telling them so they can believe in them, so they can trust in them, so they can be saved. If you're, I want you to go back and read the scripture backwards. That's, that's the new season now. We need to go backwards now on this scripture. We need to tell the world about him. So just... Let me close with this. And perhaps you are home. You don't know what this salvation I'm talking about. I'm going to invite you. Um, There is people here in the chat there, people waiting for you behind camera. They're willing to chat with you and just to lead you in some prayer. And also you can get the notes. You can follow the notes and get the notes as well from the chat. And let me just close with with prayer. Lord, I'm going to ask everyone. Lord Jesus, I pray, Father. That, this, uh, that you are preparing a heart to jump into a new season, a season of hope, a, a, a season of expanding your kingdom and your tent, Father. Father, I pray for those who they have never heard of you, they have never heard of this salvation that we are referring in Romans 10. Father, I pray that you will extend your hand and your grace and your love for them. I pray for a new season, not only at lighthouse, but also in Johannesburg, in South Africa. I pray for your mighty hand of God, your hand over us. I pray for that in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you'd like to find out more about who we are as a church, or if you'd like to contribute to our ministry, please visit our website at www.thelighthouse.org.za. Remember to subscribe so that you don't miss out on any of our episodes. Thank you.